0: It's day 86 of my 90-day money challenge, and today's belief is, I need to be a great success. And this thought comes up when I look to the future, the future of my business, the future of my career, and see, I see images of me famous and very wealthy, and I look to now and I see, well, I'm not as famous and wealthy as I'd like, so I need to go and be a great success. I need to you know, become something greater than I am now. And what I'm looking for in there is to be widely accepted and respected, to be one of the world's best. And what that really entails is an ego validation from other people, right? I'm looking for other people to see me as a great person, as a, one of the best, as a success. So that's partly why I wanted to do the work was to really crack away at what is really rooting me in this desire for that kind of level of approval and validation from other people. So let's go in and take a look and find out if we really need to be a great success. And if you're worried that this is going to do some kind of voodoo thing where if you question this belief then you're not going to become a great success, I would posit the opposite. that. You questioning this might release a whole bunch of stress from your life and actually open the doors to the kind of success that you really want to be. So let's go in and and take a look. I need to be a great success, is it true? So when I asked myself this question, it was pretty hard to come up with anything other than, yeah, it's basically all I've wanted for a long time and I've been really working hard at that to try to be a great success in an area of work that I love. And it seems like, yeah, it would make me really happy. It would make me feel relaxed. It would be what I've wanted. So then I went into the next question. Can I absolutely know that it's true that I need to be a great success? Without a doubt, can I know that it's true Well, I started to look at what do I actually want underneath great success, underneath that phrase. What is that? And I saw that what I'm really looking for is that respect, that sense of having contributed to the world and then appreciation from others, from thousands or millions of others, and a sense of approval from those people. So it's like respect, approval, a feeling of contribution. That's what I really want. And uh, so that, that other people and myself to know that I've done something important for this world, for this planet. And as I kept going through this, I realized it was screaming of dad issues for me uh, and approval stuff from my dad, which I've talked about in previous episodes. So I saw, you know what? No, I I can't absolutely know that being a great success will resolve those issues and will bring me the kind of validation that I'm looking for and the 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 like well-being content with my contribution sense that I'm looking for. Perhaps therapy and doing the work will actually bring me more of that experience. So no, I can't absolutely know that it's true that I need to be a great success. But let's take a look at what happens when we believe this thought. All right, so I need to be a great success. What I feel as soon as I am under the umbrella of this thought, as soon as I'm living this as a truth, is I feel like a failure already. I feel already defeated. I feel heavy, like it's really, really hard to progress. And like, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get to this place that I want. And I feel sad. I feel sunken, collapsed. And it's kind of glowing heart sensation of sadness. Right. That's what happens in my physical body. When I look to the past, I see that I want to be like my dad. I see that I see all these images of him meeting important people, um, publishing important works. Uh, you know he's always writing books, uh, being taken very seriously by his colleagues. Um, I see him even so to carry this whole image of what success has looked like to me, it includes all of these kind of fancy things. Uh, it includes always,, being overworked but in a kind of good way, like being overworked because you're so important. And then it kind of brought up this interesting question, which, which is like, oh, that overworkedness caused a sense of not being available to loved ones. Like to me, uh, growing up, I wanted my dad to be more available and he wasn't. And I saw that as success. So that image of success that I I want to be this great success comes with a kind of unavailability to my loved ones and it comes with a workaholic addiction so that was really powerful to see all baked in there and then when I look to the future I see the mountain of work that is going to be required for me to get to where my dad is and I see this sort of endless really difficult and I have to solve complex problems and you know there's no end to the amount of of challenge and you know and my my face even scrunches up with you know the the seriousness and the the difficult complexness of the work i have to do in order to become a great success right i have to be i have to you know be sort of a nobel prize winning research scientist type level of work and uh, i'm not really that right now so that's going to take a long time to get to and somehow i'm it's It's been weighing on me that I have to get there. And and then I also hold in the future, I see the image of me successful, lots of people asking for me and I'm famous and well-respected and well-liked. And and then I ah, feel that kind of relaxation. It's really kind of an adrenaline relaxation. It's like, ah, I've made it. And this ego, my ego can finally relax and kind of rest on my laurels. And then I see um, the obsessions and addictions that come up, right? So the first one I've already mentioned is that workaholic tendency, which then goes right into an overwhelm distraction addiction pattern, which is I become overwhelmed with the, the mountain of work in front of me. And then I Get distracted because I don't want to face all of those endless uh, stressful tasks that I have. And so it kind of ends, it keeps going into this overwhelm cycle. And then finally, how do I treat myself and others in this situation? Well, when I'm believing I need to be a great success, I treat myself as a lazy workhorse that I need to push harder. I treat other people as all being perfect and having everything figured out, and I'm the one who's a screw-up. And then I treat success as being this elusive thing that I'm never going to get, but that is so important. I put it up on a pedestal, but it's too far away for me to reach. So let's take a look now. We've seen what happens when I believe the thought. Let's see what happens when I take away the thought. Who would we be without this story that we need to be a great success? So when I look at my life and I look at my life now, I look at the future, I look at everything that I've been talking about, but the only difference is that I'm free of this story that I need to be a great success. What I see immediately is that I love my life already. I'm actually having a great time Uh, I have a really nice balance of play and physical movement, which is a passion of mine, and music, which is a passion of mine, and I'm writing a book, and I'm running a business, and I have great friends and, and great family, and I actually love the life that I'm leading, And what I see is that what I would do with that is really make sure that I'm spending as much time as I can in my zone of genius, contributing and doing things that I love because I love them and because I've already created this really wonderful life that is the foundation for me to be able to do more work that I love. And I would feel gratitude for the amount that I've achieved already, the success that I've achieved, the sustainability that I've already achieved and free of the belief that I need to be a great success, I'm free of my workaholic addiction. That's a big one. That's a big deal. And if I go there, I feel so relaxed and relieved and so content and joyous that, I'm, that my next thought is, I'm curious, hmm, what do I want to do now? What would, what would I really love to do next? And that's the way I would be living instead of, ooh, what do I have to do? What's, what's the next task that I don't really want to do but that I have to do? And so I would be motivated by curiosity and joy and following the next impulse rather than the stress and approval and fear governing this thing that I need to be. So actually, I would be all of these things already, this contentment, this happiness, this relaxedness. I would feel successful free of the story that I need to be a great success. So let's do, go into the turnarounds here. I need to be a great success turns around into I need to be a great failure. So how might this be true? Well, I, the first thing I came up with is that I don't actually know how I would Uh, become famous. If I I want to become famous, I don't actually know how that's going to happen. It could be that by becoming a great failure at something, I become renowned for that and then that leads me into whatever kind of success I really want. I don't know that this image of success and sort of very highly academic type of success is actually the thing that makes me successful. Another example of how it could be just as true that I need to be a great failure, is that in order for me to be free to succeed in what I love to do in a way that is continuing the lifestyle of being relaxed and enjoying my life, rather than the lifestyle of stressing about everything, being overworked and not being available for my loved ones and not enjoying my life, right? If I want to have that first one, I need to fail I need to be a great failure at believing that I need to succeed and get to this you know final destination at the top of the mountain. I need to fail at that in order to be living at my genuine fullest. So I do need to be a great failure. And then finally in order uh uh in in what am i trying to say here uh another example of i need to be a great failure is i need to be great at failing in order to see everything as a growth and learning opportunity i need to be a great failure a great person at failing in order to succeed and i've already started to understand that through the path of entrepreneurship is that becoming really good at failure and and working through all of the personal stuff and the ego hits and, you know, all the stuff that we believe about failure is so, so important uh, to keep our energy going and to keep learning and growing from those experiences. All right, let's take a look at another turnaround here. I need to be a great success turns around into, I don't need to be a great success. So looking at the same thing, how is this true? Well, to be happy, I realize that I already am living a life that I love. So I don't need to be a great success or rather I don't need to be anything other than what I already am. Another example of how it's true that I don't need to be a great success is that I'm moving at a good pace for me. And sure, I'm open to wild success and I'm doing really wonderfully right now. And what I really want to do is kind of continue a steady growth. I don't necessarily, uh, honestly, I don't really want to going in really big extremes up and extremes down. I want to continue to grow and feel more established and more content and start to contribute things in a very sustainable way where I can end up having unlimited energy because I have a really healthy balance between things. That's what I really want is that my whole life feels very balanced and beautiful. And another example of how it's true that I don't need to be a great success is that it's unlikely that any level of fame, success, and wealth externally is going to bring me the internal contentment and love and joy that I really want. So I don't need to be a great success in order to get the things that I actually want. That's a big one. And... It's big enough to me that it tells me, okay, I'm gonna go in and do therapy on this. I'm gonna do EMDR on this. I'm also gonna keep questioning the different aspects of this, right? Especially looking back at some of the things in the past that I've just kept going for years and years, right? Especially this image of success and what success is. That for me tells me, okay, that's a flag that I need to go in and do some work on that. So whatever you've discovered here it's worth your time to go in and do the work on it. It's worth your time to break through because it will be a permanent upleveling in your own awareness. It will, or basically a permanent unlearning of something stressful and painful and kind of squashing that you've been believing. Right? That's what I've been discovering by doing this for 86 days now. There are only four more days in this 90-day challenge. It's getting there. Okay, well, I will see you tomorrow for day 87. You've been listening to the 90-Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm-Rene Raibo. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design, our team is seriously amazing. Gotta check us out at worthajourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.